All right, friends, welcome to your Sather News Brief for Saturday, December 9th here. I didn't live stream last night, so this is to make up for it. And here are our topics of today's video. So we're going to be talking about Hunter Biden facing new indictments in California. Hunter Biden on a podcast calling out Elon Musk. Yeah. Uh, new Mexico suing Meta, i.e. Facebook and Instagram, over a bunch of sexual predators using those apps and check it out some of these profiles were using the code word pizza for their child exploitation endeavors but i thought pizzagate was a conspiracy theory uh we are going to talk about alex jones and his podcast with tucker carlson that came out a few days ago and we also have a new image of jeffrey epstein and rfk jr that was released interesting I think this is a never-before-seen photo, so we'll take a look at that story. Uh, Joe Biden urging gun control, big surprise, after the shootings in Nevada and Texas this week. Pfizer is suing Hungary and Poland because those two countries are refusing to accept more Pfizer shots. <laughs> uh, F you, Pfizer. Let's see. Border crisis. We've got a sheriff that is out of Arizona, Mark Lamb. Great sheriff, if you're familiar with him. He's a badass. He came out with the allegation that illegal immigrants are being handed $5,000 Visa gift cards and given free cell phones and plane tickets as soon as they cross the border and get processed by Border Patrol. Huh. And then we also have big drama unfolding with a bunch of universities in front of Congress this re week. There were... Presidents of these universities who were making very anti-Semitic remarks, pretty messed up remarks. And after that, we got some big donors to these universities like Harvard and uh, Pennsylvania here pulling out hundreds of millions of dollars worth of donations pulling out of these big schools. So uh, go woke, go broke, right? Everything woke turns to shit. Yeah. All right. Hey, real quick, if you do enjoy my shit stirring, whatever you want to call the work I do on the internet, I would appreciate if you go follow on Locals. You don't have to pay to subscribe. You can follow me there. I post all my content on there. So when I upload new videos, new Substack articles, when I'm going to do any show, I let you know on Locals. And then I'm going to start doing some Locals streams on there too, live streams on Locals. So you can follow there for free. If you want to support at $5 a month, I much appreciate you. You will get access to an exclusive Telegram chat and also a discount code to my supplement brand and a few other perks by becoming a monthly subscriber, financial supporter on Locals. So I'll leave the link down below for Locals for that. And then also here is my supplement company that you'll get a discount for if you subscribe to Locals. But quick note, all the Myco Coffee is back in stock. I ran out of Myco Coffee for a couple of weeks, sold out, and now it is back in stock. So this is another way to support my podcast, to support my shows, is by grabbing yourself a product from ConsciousStrength.net. Got some good stuff on there, and the Michael Coffee's back in stock. So thank you guys. So let's dive into it. Starting off with Hunter Biden facing new indictments in California. Nine indictments, I believe, and most of them are related to tax charges out of California, nonetheless. Never would have thought a California DA would be going after the Biden crime family, but the indictment is over Hunter Biden's failure to pay nearly $200,000 of income tax in 2019. 
Here is the indictment, 56-page indictment right here. Special counsel David Weiss has been using a federal grand jury in Los Angeles to gather evidence of possible criminal tax charges against Hunter Biden. All right, let's go. And we also have Hunter Biden, I believe, doing his deposition in front of Congress next week as well. So we're going to see a lot of Biden crime in the news over the next couple of weeks. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. And then Hunter Biden on this podcast here, what's it called, the Moby Pod? I'm not exactly sure when Hunter Biden made this appearance on this podcast, but he had some statements to make about Elon Musk and Elon Musk's culpability in spreading misinformation. Let's have a listen. And then you have the people that are the most culpable of all. You have the people that literally just love to feed it because they think that it is some kind of a game. <laughs> they think that it is some, like the one thing about Elon Musk that I'm certain of is there's another very damaged human being. Yes. And yeah. he is, I say that he is the dumbest. Hunter Biden having the audacity to call anybody else, let alone Elon Musk, but anybody else a damaged human being. <laughs> Everything that guy just says bullshit. All right, let's finish this. This smart person, I think that the world has ever known. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. there are a lot of dumb smart people. No, I know, but he you know, now represents. I would say me, Rupert Murdoch is up there. They're, 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 you know, but you know what? It's like Elon Musk doesn't care about the goddamn First Amendment. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. And so all of this idea that he's a champion for the First Amendment and blah, 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 blah. Elon Musk doesn't care about democracy. Elon Musk doesn't care about our freedom to vote. He doesn't care about that. Is there any time that you've ever saw anything from him that has any rational defense of democracy? Of you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. I seem to remember when Hunter Biden's laptop dropped in October 2020, all big tech, all of them, Facebook, you, God, that's when YouTube banned all of our channels, banned my channel and like a hundred others, was literally the day Hunter Biden's laptop story came out on October 15th, 2020. I'll never forget. Censorship Thursday. I think, I think it was a Thursday. Censorship Thursday. And Twitter banned it too. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Gave a bunch of people their accounts back. So what is Hunter Biden, what the hell is he talking about? That Elon Musk doesn't care about the First Amendment, doesn't care about free speech. All the big tech was destroying the First Amendment, destroying free speech for you, crackhead Hunter. <laughs> oh, good gosh. All right. And a little bit more on Elon Musk. So this story came out. Let's, in fact, get to the story first. So this is... What I mentioned in the intro of this video, New Mexico filing a legal complaint against Meta, aka Facebook and Instagram, because sexual predators were using these apps. And there's even allegations that Facebook and Instagram where their algorithms were serving up this child exploitation material, these sexual predator profiles to kids. And these sex predators were using pizza to hide their criminal activities on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, here's a screenshot. Pizza Link. Dozens, dozens and dozens of accounts serving up CP material. And then in the complaint, 
It says these Instagram posts were regularly included in suggested for you content due to the algorithm that directed users to other CSAM acronym for child exploitation material, child sexual abuse material, I think it stands for CSAM content. The algorithms were serving it up and all this CSAM content. Look at the names of the profiles. Pizza link, pizza link, pizza, pizza, and then all types, new link available, very cheap price, all payment method. There's the link for it there. Is that a Telegram page? Looks like the uh, bio was written by a foreigner as well. Looks like English isn't their first language. So Instagram and Facebook getting sued because their algorithms were serving up all kinds of nasty shit to people. And bringing Elon Musk into the picture, Elon Musk commented on this story on Twitter and was flipping shit at Disney CEO Bob Iger because Bob Iger, of course, pulled his advertisements from Twitter over those horse shit attack pieces from Media Matters. Yet, Disney CEO Bob Iger, Disney, still advertises on Facebook and Instagram. So, apparently, as Elon Musk said, Disney's totally fine with that content. Child sexual abuse content being served up by Facebook and Instagram, but Disney will pull their politically correct woke bullshit against Elon Musk and Twitter and delete their advertisers. Elon Musk tweets, why no advertiser boycott, Bob Iger? You are endorsing this material. I wonder if Elon Musk purposely misspelled Bob Iger's name there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> insane, man, that's crazy. Pizzagate still getting exposed, and Elon Musk mentioned Pizzagate last week in some tweets, triggering the shit out of the mainstream media. And now here we go. More evidence that, yes, indeed, these pedo rings do indeed use pizza and other code words in their in their endeavors. So there's that story. Let's move on from that to Axios. Granted, it's Axios, so take this with the whole bag of salt. They came out with an exclusive claiming... Um, People who are going to be Trump's picks if Trump gets his, when, I should say, not if, but when Trump gets his term two. Bunch of allegations. Sources who often talk with Trump tell Axios. So, bunch of unnamed sources. Probably bullshit. But here's the, here's the part that went quite viral from these Axios claims. They're claiming that Melania Trump is an advocate for picking Tucker Carlson for vice president. Uh, okay. Melania Trump really wants Tucker Carlson to be vice president. Melania Trump's trying to get Trump to be his VP. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's stupid. Honestly, I think Dr. Ben Carson would probably be the best vice president pick. I think Tucker Carlson would be fun as press secretary. That'd be neat. But no, I doubt Tucker Carlson's going to be vice president. So there's that story from Axios. Now we got Alex Jones on Tucker Carlson. All right. Man, so many things to say about this. It looks like, one thing I will say, it looks like Elon Musk is going to be unbanning Alex Jones soon, maybe within the next few days, maybe this weekend. Elon Musk put out this poll that said, should I unban Alex Jones? Most people said yes. I think it was about 
70% said yes. So looks like Alex Jones is going to be unbanned on Twitter in due time. As for this podcast he did with Tucker Carlson, I mean, it, he said a lot of good stuff. He said a lot of very agreeable, reasonable things. Probably the most reasonable I've ever heard Alex Jones was on this chat with Tucker Carlson. And I think he should be unbanned from Twitter, even though, just my opinion, I don't like InfoWars as a whole. I'm not a fan of Alex Jones. Some people are going to say, oh, Jordan, but he's right, but he's right. Yeah, he's right about a lot, but there's very important things he's been wrong on over the years. But that's conversation for another time. I might even make a video on the reasons I question InfoWars to lay it out for you. But I don't think Eli- I don't think Alex Jones, I should say, should be banned on Twitter. That's the thing about the First Amendment. That's the thing about free speech. It's for everybody, even people you disagree with, right? So should be fun if Alex Jones gets unbanned from Twitter. Possibly coming very soon to (laughs) Twitter near you. All right, onwards. United States is the lone no vote on a United Nations resolution for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. The UN Security Council held a vote. And how many countries voted yes on the ceasefire? 13 countries. The UK abstained from the vote. The US was the only country that did not want an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. Hmm. Blame that on the military-industrial complex lobby. Raytheon and Lockheed and all these defense contractors just want to keep dropping more bombs so they can keep making more bombs, right? Jesus, it's insane. So, there's that story. Now onwards to... Yeah... Man, congressional hearings, we had uh, university presidents at these congressional hearings this week talking about Hamas and Israel, and then they did not want to condemn Hamas. I think they were saying, context matters. Context matters about women and women being raped and, and murder of innocent civilians and things like that. So um, Pennsylvania, University of Pennsylvania, their president got a lot of heat for making her anti-Semitic remarks. So, went to these big donors. I think Harvard University is also having some big donors pull out. But Ross Stevens is withdrawing $100 million in donations from the University of Pennsylvania (laughs) over these remarks. I think we got a bunch of donors pulling out of Harvard and other universities too. So, hey, that's, uh, I'll clap for that. I'll clap for that. Great to see these brainwashing institutions with their wokeness and bullshit. Just getting wrecked. Pretty great. All right. Now on to Van Jones and CNN. So Vivek Ramaswamy, in my opinion, dominating the fourth GOP debate this week. Van freaking Jones. One of the most racist, anti-racist people in the mainstream media. Van Jones literally shaking listening to the Vivek. And the smug, condescending way that he just spews this poison out is very, very dangerous because he won't stop Trump, but he's going to outlive Trump by about 50 years. And you're watching the rise of an American demagogue that is a very, very despicable person. And I I, literally, I, I I was shaking listening to him talk because a lot of people don't know 
That is one step away from Nazi propaganda coming out of his mouth. I was, I was literally shaking. Oh, I'm watching my TV. Oh my God, Vivek is speaking. Oh my God, I'm shaking. <laughs> you could play, you could listen to mainstream media or really any radical left winger. Play bingo. One of your, if you play left wing bingo, one of your bingo slots has to be literally shaking. If they say the word literally shaking, you're getting that, you're getting that point. One of the easiest ones. Literally shaking. Can't believe how many times I've heard that. Mind blowing. I need a button. I need a button. It says literally shake. I was literally shaking. Oh my God. See this guy? Number one bullshit guy. But that button works. Van Jones, number one bullshit guy. All right. Calls for gun control. We had a quite questionable shooting in Nevada this week. Apparently some college professor got denied on a job application and decided to go shoot up a bunch of places. What was funny? Not funny. Fascinating. Curious. Not surprising about the Nevada shooting is that there were all these calls to ban AR-15s after the shooting in Las Vegas. Ban AR-15s. But the shooter in Las Vegas used a handgun. Used a handgun. Yet these Democrat clowns went instant, big black scary rifle, ban AR-15s. He used a handgun, dude. And I couldn't find any details about the firearm used in the Texas shooting, but, you know, who knows, false flag vibes around these? Maybe. A lot of people wonder, why do these mass shootings happen? And Yeah, it's mental illness, for sure, but a lot of people miss the aspect of, you know, deep state intelligent agency groups setting these things up oh no that's a crazy conspiracy theory welcome to the real world bitch wake up so biden pushing gun control gun control calls big surprise we got some catholic nuns trying to get ar-15 banned too catholic nuns suing smith and wesson to halt sales of ar-15 assault rifles well you know these catholic nuns should maybe realize that there are a lot more companies out there that build AR-15s than just Smith & Wesson. So, uh, good luck, nuns. A group of Catholic freaking nuns. Where are they from? Oh, they're from Nevada. Ah, Smith & Wesson is incorporated in Nevada. Okay, this makes sense. So, after the Nevada shooting, Catholic nuns, okay, trying to sue Smith & Wesson. Yeah, false flag vibes for sure around the Nevada shooting and all the useful idiots are coming out with their political agendas over it. Um, let's talk about this picture of J uh, RFK Jr. with Jeffrey Epstein that was just released. So this was released by the New York Post, it looks like. Let's get some more details on this uh, on this photograph of him. Right, because earlier in the week, RFK Jr. was on Jesse Waters' show. There's that clip talking, admitting he flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane twice, but it was not to Jeffrey Epstein's island. These instances were before Epstein had the island, and it was also not on the Lolita Express. It was on smaller planes. So when I first heard this segment, I'm like, yeah, okay, RFK Jr. is trying to keep himself in the clear because... Epstein's flight logs are trying to get subpoenaed by Marsha Blackburn in Congress. We're probably going to be learning about Epstein's 
flight log soon. So RFK Jr. is just getting ahead of the story, trying to keep himself in the clear. And just because he flew on Epstein's planes doesn't mean RFK Jr. was involved in that shit. Trump one time flew on one of Epstein's planes, but he flew from, I think, Florida to New Jersey, and it was not the Lilliet Express. It was one of the smaller planes, and I think Trump was alone. So just because somebody flew on an Epstein plane doesn't mean they were involved in that other shit Epstein was doing. So at first I felt that RFK Jr. was trying to keep his name clear, get ahead of the, get ahead of the story, but then this photo came out. Where was this photo? The one in the headline, am I right? And uh, that one there, and this photo was taken in Manhattan in March 1994. So RFK Jr. did admit that his wife at the time was a friend with Ghislaine Maxwell, so it's starting to get a little weird after this photo came out from March 94. RFK Jr. said that that plane he flew on was in 93. Um, it was in the early 90s. Yeah, right. Definitely some questions now around this. A little more weird stuff coming out. All right, border crisis. Sheriff Mark Lamb filmed a video and published it the other day claiming that illegal immigrants are being handed $5,000 in good-as-cash gift cards along with cell phones and plane tickets, all paid for by the American taxpayer. Sheriff Mark Lamb talked to the Epic Times about this. He said he had agents come forward and tell him about these free cell phones, plane tickets, and $5,000 Visa gift cards. Insane. Epic Times reached out to Customs and Border Patrol for information on it, but nobody commented on it. Holy crap. And this, mind you, we had record numbers of border crossers this week. Was it Wednesday? 12,000 illegal immigrants came across the southern border. And that's just the ones they apprehended and knew about. There could have been more. But that is the most for a day ever. 12,000 a day. Wow. 18,000 a week just in Arizona. 18,000 a week just in Arizona. How many billions of dollars are we shelling out for their gift cards, cell phones? Santa is good to them. Santa's real good to them. And then press secretary Jean-Pierre had the audacity to say this about Republicans. There's some Republicans in Congress right now that are fighting more money going to Ukraine. And they're fighting that. They're saying, Biden, if you want to send more money to Ukraine, you've got to close the southern border. And that's their negotiation they're trying to push. So... This ass clown here. Shut the hell up. This ass clown, press secretary, she said, uh, it's stunning that Republicans in Congress are willing to give Putin a gift. He has said is that it's stunning. It's stunning that we've gotten to this point, right? It's stunning that we have gotten to this point and that Republicans in Congress are willing to give Putin a, a, a gift, the greatest gift that Putin could, help, could hope for. That's what we're seeing. And so they are playing chicken with our national security. That's what we're seeing here. Yeah, keeping the border open is the biggest gift you could give to China and Iran and North Korea and and Hezbollah and Hamas and et cetera, et cetera. 
giving Putin a gift because you don't want to give Ukraine 50 billion more dollars on top of the 150 billion you've oh my god oh my god is this real life what is happening here you are fake news i wish the government would just ban itself now let's talk about some stuff going on in new zealand we had the new zealand whistleblower come forward within the last week claiming that he's got information on bad batches of vaccines that were purposely given out so apparently anybody talking about this new zealand whistleblower are getting censored heavily. Uh, this claim is that a warning to anybody who is hosting the New Zealand whistleblower data, the New Zealand injunction is being enforced around the world. So if you hold this data on a live server, you're at risk of losing everything stored on your server as your account will be deleted. Uh, apparently in the US, there's a genom uh, genomics expert, Kevin McKernan, says he woke up to find that his entire mega account, including medical genome sequencing and vaccine sequencing data, with an estimated value of $200,000, had been suddenly deleted. McKernan is one of the leading scientists involved in researching DNA contamination in the mRNA COVID vaccines. Here's the Substack article about Kevin McKernan losing his entire database of research after New Zealand Health Services obtains an injunction to prevent sharing of leaked COVID vax health data. So it's not just, apparently this injunction is not just for New Zealand, but tech companies around the world, even in the US are deleting. Here's the tweet that uh, McKernan made here. Woke up today to having my entire mega account deleted 820 gigabytes of medical genomes that back many projects. Very expensive data to generate, $200,000 worth. All the links in his substack are blown up now, nuked because of Mega. So, uh, yeah, I guess careful if you're discussing this, but clearly New Zealand is terrified. New Zealand authorities, if they're getting countries and companies around the world to, to destroy this data. Must be over target, must be something there with this New Zealand whistleblower. And also one other thing on New Zealand, news came out earlier in the week, that 11,000 politicians and uh, elitist powers in New Zealand got exemptions from the vaccine. Access to information shows 11,000 politicians, government people, all got exemptions. So, huh, incredible. It's as if they knew about the bad batches, or they just knew these experimental poison pokes were not good in general, didn't want them, got exemptions, but good God, New Zealand been one of the worst countries for totalitarian COVID takeover. How hard did they force these shots on the public? 11,000. And that's just New Zealand. How many in the U.S. or more populated countries got exemptions? Didn't tell the public. <laughs> now over to Poland and Hungary. These two countries are refusing to accept more COVID vac vaccines, so Pfizer is suing them. Uh, there was an agreement between the European Union and Pfizer to get shots for these countries. But Poland and Hungary don't need any more. They don't need any more. So they're refusing to accept more. But the issue is that it was the European Union that signed this contract for Pfizer. And Poland and Hungary in the EU 
So Poland and Hungary are trying to say, no, we don't need them, so we're not going to pay $1.4 billion for 60 million COVID shots because we don't need them. But this contract between the EU and Pfizer is for 1.4 billion more and 60 million more shots. So now they're going to court. Poland and Hungary are like, what the hell? We didn't sign that shit. That was the EU. And Pfizer's like, well, you're a part of the EU. We don't care. Take these poison pokes and give us $1.4 billion. Huh. All right. Go Hungary and Poland. Some of the, what, last based countries still in, the, still in Europe? Yeah, it's bad in Europe, man. It's insane with the uh, globalism, socialism, communism there. All right, a couple more things. Number one, Washington Post is having a huge strike. More than 750 staffers and reporters walked out of the Washington Post and held a strike because they want more money. That's basically what this is over. Quote, unquote, fair wages. Great, okay, I'm all for that. Walk out of the Washington Post. But you're already getting overpaid, propagandist shills. We want to get paid to lie to the public and be political activists. Dude. And they call us grifters, right? They, they run hit pieces about conspiracy theorists on social media being grifters. Grifting with misinformation. <laughs> Oh, but here are the grifters wanting to get paid more to actually put out the uh, misinformation. Right? You are fake news. Last article here. Props to Rebel News. Props to Rebel News. One of their reporters uh, did this man-on-the-street interview, and he was trying to talk to a 50-year-old man. Check this out. So... A 50-year-old man was identifying as a teenage girl. 50-year-old man. Mr. Subpoena. Here, let's just play like a few seconds of this to get the uh, story. Mr. Subpoena, are you a sexual pervert? Look at him running. It has nothing to do with you. Why are you telling us to leave? Because you can't be doing, you can't take film in here. <laughs> so that is uh, right there in the orange cap. The giant man. Competing against teenage girls in a swim competition. 50-year-old dude. Identifying as a woman. Competing against teenagers. And then also using their changing rooms. Not only is this ass clown just wanting to feel good about himself and win a swim competition against teenage girls. He's also using their changing rooms. So shout out to Rebel News. They're a reporter here is uh, David Menzies. I I've, didn't know his name, but I've seen him all over the place. Good reporter. Went to the swim meet to get the 50-year-old man asking questions, and the, the guy just ran. Freaking ran to his car. Zoomed off. But what the hell? Like, my biggest question is for the fathers of these teenage girls. Where the fuck are they? Why aren't they doing anything? I would be raising hell if I had a teenage daughter competing in a swim meet with a 50-year-old man and that man was using changing rooms too. Like, where the hell are the fathers of these women? And then everybody else. 
They're fine with this. They're fine because they're cowards. Deep down, they're probably not fine. But they're too damn scared to say anything because they don't want to be canceled by the woke crowd and called homophobes or transphobes. Weak-willed, spineless cowards. That's what it is. So, thank you to the Rebel News and uh, this gentleman here for speaking up about something. And thank you to all you friends out there that are also speaking up. All right, guys, that's our show. Thank you for joining in for this quick Saturday video. Appreciate you guys. Like this video. Hit that thumbs up. Hit that plus if you're on Rumble. And then I will see you guys uh, in a few days for the next live stream. Be putting out some content until then. Go follow me on the channels. Appreciate you guys. See you next time.